Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode three of Meet Me in My Room. Today we have a real special friend of mine, Mr. Brent Williams. Brent, say hi to the people. Woo! Hi, people. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> for you having us? me. Oh, no problem. Can you tell us a couple things about yourself? So I am a model from Toronto. Um, I'm an Aries. Ooh. And I... I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> oh, nice. That was so good. It's so funny. I feel like millennials all get, we give our like zodiac sign in our <laughs> in our introductions. Like you are my second guest who did that. And I'm like, I expect people to just do that. And I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm like, yes. Well, what are you? Like, let's tell them why it's gonna be spicy today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did it because your last guest did it. So I was like, all right, I guess this is like a prerequisite to show up with your zodiac signs. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm an Aries today. My my last guest did it because she's a Leo and Leos are that way. And I mean, Aries are too, your fire signs. Like, yeah, I'm is, like, it's part of your identity. Tonight. Yeah, it's a part of your identity. Today on Meet Me in My Room, we are asking a question. And the question today is, do the qualities that we look for in a partner equate to a long lasting relationship? Um, and Brent, I want to start actually by asking you, like, do you believe that? What what actually inspired you to bring this topic to the show today? So I would say what inspired me to want to talk about this is because through modeling, I feel like I'm always criticized or my the way I look is always up to um, be criticized from other people in the industry or, or whatever the case may be. Um, and so it really forced me to kind of find value in myself beyond just what I look like. Mm -hmm. um so that was kind of one side of it and then the other side is because of modeling i've done like a lot and like my career is based on what i look like so it's like i would just love to have a relationship be something that was created out of who i actually am as a person and not because i of what i look like or because i fit somebody's quote-unquote type right Right. Yeah, I feel like I feel like so much of the, um, you know, when it comes to like desirability, it's really focused on um, like physical traits. Right. And I, and I think that there is um, a really, you know, human aspect to that. I feel like especially in like, you know, the gay community, everything that we do, you know, when it comes to like men, um, you know, it's about physical. It's like why so many gay men work out. It's why you know, we, um, we're so particular, I, I feel like we're, we're kind of mentally groomed to, um, you know, kind of be shallow and, and focus really heavily on those physical aspects. And I don't, obviously, I don't think that's all of us. That's not by no means is it that. Mm -hmm. But I think that even just unconsciously, like we are kind of subjected to looking at one another um, and, and kind of basing like a long standing relationship based on like a physical appearance. And I think that kind of has to do with the fact that like so much of how we begin things is like apps or hookups. You know what I mean? That like the physical is prioritized that we don't have. Um, we don't necessarily take the time to like go the next step and figure out, um, you know, what qualities we want in somebody long lasting. And maybe we, we do, even if we do know those qualities, it, I feel like it takes us a lot longer to get there and to realize how much a priority that is. Um, you know, until we're like older gays and we're like <laughs> ready to settle down. And then we're like, wait, what do we really want? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think it also 
well, there's two things that I want to touch on. Um, I think that the community loves its labels. There's like a category and a label for everything, um, whether that's right. you're a twink, you're a jock, you're, you're, and I think bear. that's just a, a bear or an otter or a, like, I think that also just adds to the pressure of like the physicality of right. our, uh, of the relationships, but the relationships that we make. Right. With label, all labels and stuff, especially, I feel like we're, we're kind of forced into operating that way where like if we if we're if you don't if somebody doesn't suit you know the label quote unquote that we're looking for or um you know the exact physical you know whatever have all you know all the physical qualities that we're looking for that match that label then you know we either put them into a new box or we kind of like move forward which like i just want to say about this i feel like you know when it comes to preferences there's a lot of like really uncomfortable conversations that happen because um there, I mean, there's obviously like politics around what's appropriate, you know what I mean? And what's mm -hmm. like, okay. But, um, I, you know, I think everyone should be allowed to have preferences. It's weird to say that we can't. Um, I just think that, that, you know, it becomes problematic when those preferences are like specific to like race or, um, you know, that, like people are weird and people say really mean things. And I think you can just like have your preferences and like, A, keep them to yourself. Um, <laughs> but B, you know, if you're open about them, like, not being a an asshole about like the way that you um communicate those preferences i think i think there's a lot of validity to what you're saying right like i i i don't appreciate when somebody's like it's my preference it's, i like what i like and it's like like let's not act like your preferences are super unique like we all right. live we're all, we all live in society we're all we're living in a society <laughs> we're all conditioned like right we think the way that we think because of like what surrounds us right so it's like right. like th that's my thing like it's like if you have preferences that's fair but just i would say just try and be conscious of where your preferences stem from like why right. is that your preference and like if you can actually pinpoint that then that's where you're then able to actually have an educated like conversation and like actually be able to elaborate um, right on what you prefer but i also don't think that you should weaponize your preferences and then try to like, I don't think you should weaponize your preferences against somebody. Like, I, I think, like, regardless of what your preferences are, there should be some sort of, like, underlining, like, open-mindedness. Right. Um, that exists. Yeah, well, you know, like, I think it comes down, like, one of the most, I would all say, like, problematic, um, problematic preferences, I guess, is, like, when it comes to, like, race, you know? There are people right. who, who like very specifically are like, I would never date somebody of, you know, X race. And they're like, you know, I'm not racist. I just don't feel, and I'm like, okay, so what you're telling me is that not, you know, out of the entire population <laughs> on the planet of that race, not, you can, there's, there's no chance you could possibly be attracted to one of those people. That's what you're, you know right. what I mean? And usually people get their backs up when I ask them that question. Um, but it's because they've realized really quickly, oh, it is about race. You know what I mean? Like, because it, it, it is because you're, because you've already decided that nobody from that, you know, racial background You're can be attractive. Limits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's, there's no way. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's, this is problematic. Like <laughs> this is a problem. Um, I also, and it's okay. Go sorry. ahead. No, no, no I was just going to say, I also feel like I, again, this is my opinion. I'm not a, 
I'm not speaking for anybody else, but <laughs> for me, if you have a preference within your own race, I am more likely to be like, okay, I understand that. Yeah, I um, definitely have a preference have in my own. <laughs> then if you have a preference outside of your race, because yeah, like for me, I can say I prefer black men. Um, yeah. When when it comes to long term relationships, just because in my experience. Um, like I'm just a big family guy and I think about family and right. um, I think there's a certain level of uh, comfortability that yeah. comes along with dating within your own race. So for that reason, if there was a preference, not again, not a preference that was weaponized against other races or other types of people, but if it was just an underlining preference that you had, I can understand that. But for me, I feel like you kind of start walking on eggshells when you have a preference outside of your own race. Um, because what does that then stem from? Like I was talking about, right. are you conscious of, what, of why you have your preferences and, and what and what what has shaped your preferences, right? So right. that's kind of when I'm like, like why is that your preference? Like, mm -hmm. you know, like, like, like what what led you there? And like if you, right. if you can actually have a conversation about that, where it's like you have an admiration of like I'm going to say black because that's I we've already brought it up. Like if you have a preference of like black men, black women, like what does that stem from? Is it a love of the culture? Is it like, like why? Like you mean if you're not black? Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because then we get into like fetishizing, right? We're like, okay, so what is it that is leading you to black men, for example, you know? Right. And we know that there's a lot of like romanticizing <laughs> and fetishizing when it comes to our bodies, right? Yeah, As black men. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Right, right. So we already we already know that, right? right. And, and I was going to actually say like, can we talk about weaponizing? Cause you brought that up and I think that's a good point and like how people weaponize that. And I think that fetishize, fetishize, fetishization is one form of like weaponizing, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, like I want a guy with a big black, you know? And it's like, okay, <laughs> like you think that sounds hot, but girl, you look a mess. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you look a mess. <laughs> like I'm gonna need you to just take that somewhere else, you know? Like, cause what that tells me is like, you're not really seeing beyond that. You know what I mean? If that's your criteria, like, for your partner, which is this, we're about to get back to our main topic here. Um, if that's your, you know, if that's your criteria, why is that your criteria? I can yeah. tell you, you know, myself as a black man, that my preference is black men because I like black men because I, you know, have this conscious and unconscious conscious bias of dating people that look that, you know, dating people that look like me and not actually like, I don't really, I don't only date light skinned men, but <laughs> I would, it would be fine. It would be fine. I'm just saying like you know i i like black men because i can feel like that i can relate to black men you know what i mean in mm -hmm. a way that like like white men can't relate to me <laughs> white gays can't relate to me and maybe there's some you know maybe you also like anime and that'd be awesome but um i don't foresee myself unless god <laughs> plays me and makes a white man my husband that would be crazy um but i don't foresee anything like that happening in my future because like i I date black men and not to say I would never date somebody else of another race. I've been, <laughs> I have my, I got my, I got my questions. Okay. I got them on, you know what I mean? I have people from all over the world that I'm, um, I would, um, I would date, but I, I feel like when I, I think the same thing as you, like when it comes to that, like familial aspect, um, there's just like, my friends are black. People I hang with are black. Like I just, I feel like I would just want to just be comfortable with, other black people but that that's different than like a white person being like i want big black dick you know what i mean or like yeah. anyone being like 
you know, no fats, no femmes, no Asians. Like, I don't know why Asian people get thrown into that all the time. Um, and, then, and then there's other things, you know what I mean? Preferences around weight, like another way we weaponize it. Like people don't have to have that on their grinder or on their jacked or on their Tinder bio. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're being really hurtful. Like it's okay if you decided that you have a, a body type preference, but like you're weaponized, it, it becomes weaponization when it's like hurtful or, you know, like it's mean like that's not someone's just like swiping in their day they don't want to see like no fats no fans like i'm thicky you know i might see that and my feelings might be hurt and like (laughs) and and yeah and it's funny because i think you and i like i used to um stand ten toes down like right on like black men like that's it like that's and then just like because of my career like i spent a lot of time in asia i spent a lot of time in um Europe, Europe and like mm-hmm. basically the universe was like you're gonna <laughs> date around like you- <laughs> yeah you're gonna open up that mind baby right, you're gonna give you right. a taste of it all <laughs> although I do really have a preference of dating black men because of what I said earlier about just like the comfortability of it right. um I've see I I see the ways that I can have a long-term relationship um, and a sustainable relationship with people. Like, I'm I'm an open book completely. Okay, so speaking of this, you know, let's jump to um, beyond physical. What are some qualities that you, you look for in somebody that, like, when you're looking for, like, an ideal partner? What are some qualities that you look for? Um, so I would say my, like, there's like, there's two, there's two that I really um, stand out to me and that are immediately, immediate red flags um, when it's like <laughs> first date questions, you know, okay. um, first one being spirituality, like what are your beliefs? Right. Um, not, and when I say spirituality, I don't mean religion, um, right. but please, please just have a belief in something grander than yourself. Whatever right. that may be, please believe in something bigger than yourself because that, in my opinion, acts as some sort of moral compass. Right. That's like first thing. So if you have a belief in something higher than you, I'm like, okay, cool. Like we can re- we can relate on spirituality. Right. Um, and then the next thing would be um, your relationship with the gay community. Mm. Um, and when I say your relationship with the gay community. Um, how you speak about it, how you relate to it. Um, because I think when with self acceptance, there's a, you learn how to navigate the gay community in ways that um, you relate to in ways that you don't. I'm not saying you have right. to be fully immersed in, the, in, in every aspect of the, gay, of the gay community, because I don't think that's realistic. But do you have, do you feel you have a space that you exist in within the gay community. Right. Um, and to me, that's just very important because I ha- I feel like I have a space, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I want whoever I'm with to feel comfortable with their sexuality, just to put it, mm-hmm. to put it, to put it very simply. Right. Um, yeah, and I think that like the way that they speak, uh, the way that a person speaks and relates to the community, I think t- is very telling on where they are in terms of their self-acceptance. Yeah, that's fair. That is so fair. Anything else? Any other traits that you look for? Or are those your two uh, kind of like? Those are the, those are the two like like uh, I call them like non-negotiables. Right. Fair. Like Very that. Fair. Like I need you to be on the same page as me with those two things if we're going to have a long-term relationship. Yeah, 
And and um, would you say, like, yeah. when it comes to spiritually, would you say that you need them to have the same beliefs, or you just you just need them to believe in something? Believe in whatever you want. Believe in right. whatever you want, as long as you as long as you don't perceive yourself as like the end all be all. Because there's right. like again, in, in my beliefs, there's just so much more, and I think spirituality finds people, um, however it's meant to. Right. Absolutely. So I don't. Yeah. Like I. So I don't. I don't. I don't. Not that I don't care. That sounds so harsh, but I don't care what your spiritual beliefs are as long as you have some. <laughs> right. 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 And I'm sure as long as they don't like impede on your own, like, you know, both spaces are respected. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that. So, yeah, I would say like another one that I have that is not a non-negotiable. I'm, I'm more lenient with this, but <clears throat> I would call it a preference. Uh, okay. somebody who's creative and, and right. when I say creative, um, who's like passionate about their work, um, and not like an aspiring to be, but somebody who is like actively, um, doing it. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, and I say this because again, like I've actually, I've, I've tried to put a lot of thought into my preferences and where they stem from and why I view them in, in the way that I do. And I think I have this point of view is because for me in my line of work, I pick up and leave for months at a time. And this mm -hmm. is because I'm pursuing something that is both creative and, and, and I'm passionate about. And I think if my partner has that same energy behind their career, they're more likely to be supportive and like um, enthusiastic and, and cheer me on in, 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 in what I'm doing right. um, than somebody who maybe, let's say, like hates their job. Well, would you say then that's that's specific to a creative person or what if somebody's not necessarily creative but they're an entrepreneur like building their business um i mean they're probably obviously you know also creative in that in their own right um, mm -hmm. if that's the case but beyond like the arts like you just mean in in you know like does that count or do you mean specific to like the arts type of creative see and now this is where kind of this is where like the shades of gray kind of creep in right, <laughs> right. Like, it, you don't have to be it, it, it's not that i'm saying like you, I want to date an artist. Like, I definitely do want to date an artist because, like, like that's hot to me. Like, I, I, I <laughs> like to call it what it is. Like, right. like, the way a creative mind works. Like, um, it's hot. But I mean, you can also, like, you can also run a business that um, allows you to be creative. Like, you know, like, like that's like. There's so many nuances within that that, like, that's why this is not my non-negotiable preference. Right. This one right. I'm kind of like um, lenient in. Like, I, I, I just, I, I just think it's really exciting when. Um, I guess it, we could just say we'll leave it at passion. I mean, passion. Okay. To yeah. Stay artist, to stay an artist takes like there's extra points there. Yeah. <laughs> but you need somebody who's like passionate about their work and what they're doing, and they're who has like a drive. Yeah, because behind. then they can share that with you. And like, right. like, I'm sure you feel the same way. Like, how hot is it when mm -hmm. somebody's talking about something they're passionate about? It's so, it's so hot. It's so yeah. hot. When someone's like found like their purpose and they're like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm so passionate. Like, this is the thing that makes me happy. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I'm like yeah, it makes you happy more. like tell that. Me tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally. Oh, my gosh. And yeah, so that's definitely something that I, I look for I look for somebody who is intentional nice um, and when I say that I mean it's clear with their intentions actions follow it up um 
and there's no shades of gray because I am, I'm an incredibly black and white person. I'm a black and white mm -hmm. communicator. I'm a black and white uh, in how I process things in my brain. Like yep. I'm, very, I'm very, it is it or isn't. I, often, <laughs> I know exactly how you are. <laughs> I often, I often joke and I call myself a caveman because it's like, it's like, on yes, no, like, like there's no, there's no, there's not a lot of middle ground with me. Right. Um, so again, I find somebody that is very like clear with their intentions, um, just to be a bit like more of a, um, enjoyable dating experience for me personally. Right. I know some people, they love the mystery. I'm like, no, don't like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not here to play blues clues. Right. Like, like let me know. <laughs> This is not this about is. mystery. No, this is not a mysterious thing. Like, none of Scooby Doo. Like, I'm are not. we on? Are we off? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm so with you. Like, I, ugh, I hate the grays. Anybody of any sort. I'm like, yes, no, like up, down, left, right. Like, yeah. I don't even do like southwest, northeast. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I need very precise direction here. Like, what are we doing? Oh, um, no, I'm with you. I'm so with you. Um, I'll say for myself, like some mm -hmm. traits that like can definitely relate to you. Like spirituality is like a really big thing. Like I'm not really I'm I'm very unlikely to date like an atheist. Um, you know what I mean? And like I think everyone has the right to believe in what they believe in. Um, but I definitely need somebody who like is where I'm at. You know what I mean? Or not necessarily exactly where I am, but like has a relationship with something above them, you know, something beyond them. Mm -hmm. um and like is humble enough to understand that like they didn't just happen you know what i mean like there's there's <laughs> there's <laughs> like you didn't do this baby you know what i mean like yeah even and you you know even in just the ways people talk sometimes you know like um you know i believe in like manifesting for example but i don't believe that like I just we just manifest our whole life and make it happen you know like i believe in praying and i believe in, in talking to god about things and like finding out about his plan, you know, and like, if that's not everyone's, you know, path and how they do things, that's totally fine. Um, but I need to know that you're connecting to something that you're consulting with something that you are, um, that you don't think that like, you're in control of it all. And like, you, you know, at the end of the day, we just die in blackout. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just feel like I need you to have more to just come with more and just come with something else. Um, Clarity, yeah, clarity is really. I need someone like I need like a strong communicator. Like I need you to just communicate like what you're feeling, what it, like what you need to what you need to say. You know what I mean? If, you, if if we're having an issue, I need there to be communication. If something's changed, like I need there to be communication. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because like anytime if I feel a difference or notice a difference, and things aren't being communicated. I'm a communicator, so I'm somebody who brings you know bring things to the table. So I need somebody to not only be able to communicate things to me, but also like actively listen and like receive things from me. Okay. Um, active listening is really important to me. Um, and just like transparency, you know, mm -hmm. like I, I really like transparency, which with I think comes with the communication piece. You know, if you feel like you communicate well, then we're probably a lot more better. We're better at being transparent with one another. But I feel like with my partner, like I'm kind of an open book. Right. And, you know, I don't necessarily tell you like all my trauma and stuff right away, but like, I will <laughs> tell you how I'm feeling. I'm telling, I'll tell you how you've made me feel if you made me happy or if you've hurt my feelings or if you've made me upset, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm very, or, I'm very communicative of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I want that 
somebody to be able to receive that, but also somebody to be able to give that to me back as well, right? Um, I, I, I like that you're able to say like, this is what I'm good at. And like, right. I need you to meet me there, you know? Cause right. I was, I was, I was going to ask you like why, mm. why you look for a communicator? Because I feel like it's very easy to um, allow our insecurities to de to, to drive what we crave or what we look for in a partner. Right. Um, so right. it's like, I want a good communicator because I'm a bad communicator. Well then it's like, what they, I was like, well then what makes you think a good communicator is going to want to talk to you? Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, so right. I, I think it's really awesome that you that you were tying um, what you look for in a partner to your strengths because I think that's really really important. Well, yeah, because I, I think that we need to we need you know so much of the time like people believe, oh my gosh, you have to be like a hundred percent the best version of yourself before you can be with a partner. Um, you know, and I don't really believe that. I think that you need to be a good mm -hmm. version of yourself. You know what I mean? I think that you need to be able to love yourself and give love. But you also have to be able to receive love. You know what I mean? And you also need to be able to, you, like, I, I'm not asking for somebody to, you know, be, when I was younger, I used to be like, oh, my God, I need to heal him. Like, he's just gone through so much. I need to fix him, girl. Like, I need to do that. Like, you know, and, like, had that weird savior complex that, that I thought was, too. right, that I thought was humility. I don't know why I thought I had the keys. I was a mess emotionally, internally, you know, not, not necessarily at face value. I wasn't a mess, but, like. I had a lot of just like uncovered trauma and all these things I need to deal with. But I just believe that the people that I was dealing with had more things to deal with. Cause I, I don't, it took me until I was like, to be frank, like now, like at 27, between like 25 and 27, I realized like all this trauma that I had in my life <laughs> was dramatic, but I didn't know for like a long time. One of my best friends like really called me out on that. Um, but I'm saying this to all say like, I'm not hundred percent healed and like, that's okay. You know what I mean? I'm working right. on that. And while working on that, if I meet a partner, I meet somebody that I, that I would like to be with. I need them to meet me where I'm at. You know, I'm not looking to fix anybody. I'm not looking to, we can work on things together. That's mm -hmm. no problem. You know what I mean? But I need you to meet me where I'm at. So if I'm a good communicator and you're not a good communicator, we're not going to work. You just highlighted uh, another one of my qualities that I look for in a partner. And because I don't think anybody is ever not a work in progress. I think we are constantly right. a work in progress. So if you tell me like, a, like I guess you can call it a flaw that right. you're like consciously working on, Oh my goodness. Hot. I am like, like come on, so... self-awareness. Like, yes. <laughs> come on, self-awareness. That's if it. If you see yourself as a work in progress, right? Because because you were saying like you don't have it all figured out. And I think that that is nobody does. Nobody right. does. So if you're conscious of that and like you can actually pinpoint things that you're working on, um, like as a person, right? That is that is a green flag i am right so down no, for real that. for real i think that's and that's probably that's probably one of my biggest like non-negotiables is self-awareness you know just like kind of bringing that up like i need you to be able to check yourself because i check myself you know and my friends will tell you like i will openly check myself to them yeah. to them and we laugh about it you know because it's it's funny hearing you call yourself out but it's like hold up maybe maybe no what are you doing what are you doing here? So all this to say, like, I need somebody who's self-aware and can also, who can also say like, hey, I need to work on X, Y, Z, or I'm currently working on X, Y, Z, or mm -hmm. hey, um, it can be something as simple as, hey, this thing, like when people say X, Y, Z, that hurts me. So I would really love if in the future you didn't say X, Y, Z. You know what yeah. I mean? That's self-aware. That's, that's being aware, even if it's in a moment, like, hey, this thing hurt me, or just preemptively, like, hey, I want to tell you something that bothers me. It's this, you haven't done it, but just so you know. 
You know, that's something that bothers me. I will tell somebody so fast. I am somebody, and this is like a funny self-awareness, but I will tell somebody so fast, especially somebody that's interested in me. Like, if I'm hungry, make me not hungry. Bring me food immediately. Like, either bring me food immediately or don't speak to me until I've had food because I'm a different person. And it, it's it's funny, but it's authentic. That's that's a bad trait of mine. That's something that I'm, I would like to work on. It's something that I'd like to not be a different person when I'm hungry, but I am, and I know that's who I am, so... I would say one of my flaws with dating and stuff that I had to really work on was um, just how uh, dismissive and like disconnected mm. I could be. Um, mm. And this kind of just ties into like my, my black and white kind of nature um, and not necessarily leaving room for shades of gray. Right. Whereas like I would just very easily and very quickly be like, all right, we're done here. Like, right cleaning up I'm over it like and like even so much just to, like to the point where I was being dismissive of the way that person felt mm. and of my own feelings like I would just shut the entire <laughs> I would be like cut the cameras dead ass yep. this over this is done like right. my feelings are now done your feelings are now done even though that was not true right that was just my way of handling it and then I guess just pile it on the trauma, right? That I wouldn't have to later unpack. Like, right. <laughs> like, why is it that this is that that that, that I'm handling relationships in this manner? You yeah. know, mm-hmm. um, and I would I would um, tie a lot of it to ego, um, and even uh, my my desire or my idea that like my love can can heal you or fix you or change you right. or be better or you're going to love me properly. Like that whole idea and that fantasy. Also, I would attribute to ego as well. Absolutely. <laughs> we think that we have something better that they, they're missing. In the- <laughs> you ain't never got oh, this I- one before. <laughs> right. Like give me a break. But I mean, they haven't though. Like we, we, we're unique to say the least. But um, no, I feel that. I definitely feel that. I think just, you know, in this, in the, in the spirit of admitting flaws, I think a flaw, kind of on the opposite spectrum of that mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a flaw that i'm not often like um it's a flaw i'm working on internally because it's not a flaw that i, I really vocalize to the person but um i get married really fast in my head <laughs> um we could have one good day and i'm like babe that's my man like that we are actually on our way to marriage babe like and it's just <laughs> it's so unnecessary because then the moment that something isn't, you know, what it was, or, you know, the moment something isn't to my expectations, I'm immediately just like, whoa, uh, <laughs> brutality. Uh, um, this is a direct attack. I will never speak to you again. And then, like, immediately, you know, like, um, immediately, I go from, we just got married to, like, <laughs> I'm cutting you off. This is done. I'm good. I'm so good on that. All because maybe, like, you didn't answer my text you know, within that day or, you know, whatever, because I'm immediately just like, well, uh, you're obviously not thinking about me to the capacity of which I'm thinking about you. And if that's the case, I'm, this isn't going to work out. So like (laughs) I'm boss, but I'm also baby. So zoom not with me, you know? (laughs) Um, yeah, I think that's, that's a flaw of mine that I've, I've began working on. I've begun working on, sorry, but I need to continue to work on because mm. um, it's like two extremes, you know what I mean? Going like immediately, like, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, they don't know that. Like, I'm playing it cool. I'm, I'm good, you know what I mean? In real life, I'm playing it cool, but 
internally, I'm like, oh my god, like we're gonna have like I'm imagining the white picket fence, the children running around, the dog in the yard. Like I have the life. Like let me tie your tie, give you a coffee before you go to work, Sandy. Like I'm I'm right there, you know. So if you're not there, we're not doing this. Like hello, <laughs> it's oh like god. it's so silly, but again, it's a flaw I'm working on. Um. So that all being said, I want to hear about um, I want to hear about a time that you, you maybe you were on like a date, for example, or maybe you were just you just kind of started to talk to somebody and you were, you were maybe interested. And then something happened. That was that red flag that was like, you know what, this person doesn't align with the qualities that I am interested in. Give me a story about that. Um, it's funny. I mean, it, it, I feel like this story, it ties into getting married immediately. It ties into um, fetishizing, like what we were talking about. And it right. ties into like uh, quote unquote type and like ignoring red flags. So it kind of like- Hits like, everything. As, <laughs> as you were speaking, I was like, oh, okay, this is- So I'm not gonna say where I was. I was not in Canada though. Mm. Um, international girl. <laughs> Sing it again. And <laughs> I started seeing, <laughs> I started seeing uh, this guy and I would say, to be completely honest, after the first date, he basically moved in. Like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Like, I was, we were common law. We weren't married, but we were common law. <laughs> like, immediately. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and he just started saying things that, like, I would overlook and be like, all right, it's because... It's a cultural difference. It's a cultural difference. Like right. you'd be like, you're like full black lips. And like <laughs> it would just be like little comments like that. That like I like Why I are you know, saying that? I, but in my mind, I'm like, okay, you're just excited because like you, you I'm probably not excited. You, you know, I don't know. I don't know, right? No, I for real. Just, I kind of just kept overlooking it up yeah. until it was like every time we like, well, I mean. So I should just say every day because we were together every day. <laughs> um, something about me being black was like a topic of conversation within this. And I'm like, and then it kind of dawned, like that was kind of like the beginning of the end. Cause it was like, okay, so this cannot be a long-term thing because at what point does like the fact that I'm black become normal and like not right. eating this like fetish that you clearly yeah. have for yeah. black men, right? Like I, I'm not here to fulfill that some kind of like weird fantasy you have. Right. Um, and so, like, that was kind of a story where it's like, I'm trying to be as, as vague as possible. <laughs> oh, we know. <laughs> without giving too much detail. But yeah, that was kind of a situation where it was like, I was ignoring red flags and, like, um, again, and like, I, this is where like a physical type um, kind of worked against me. Right. Um, and be not that not that um he specifically was my type but i allegedly was his right <laughs> right um and 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 it, and it it worked against me even in um how quickly he was down to like move in it was just because he was caught up in the fantasy of of me being his type mm -hmm. um that like he wasn't actually seeing me. Yeah. You know? Um, it's emotional. 
it, yes and no. Um, because again, like my ability to detach and disconnect is like incredibly toxic. So like, right, you're um, fine. which is what I'm working on, but <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it worked in that situation because that's something that you definitely should, um, should have cut off. And I know you did. Um, yeah. but that's so toxic. Like that's one of those weird microaggressions where you're like, okay, so actually is this your fetish? Is this what this is? Am I fulfilling this need for you? Um, like, how do we navigate this? And, and, and that's where that's where my preference now of, of um, black men kind of gets spotlighted because I'm like, well, right. that would never happen right. with right. another black man. You know what I right. mean? So it's Imagine. like <laughs> <laughs> black men being like, I love your full black lips. Like, baby, I'm like, I love yours. You got them too. Yeah, like same, babe. Like <laughs> retweet. Like I don't know. Literally retweet. <laughs> But yeah, so um, just like I would never have to be in in a situation like that. And it's like even with somebody I was previously dating again that was not Black, um, I was like right off the bat, I was like, okay, so I understand you, this is not a fetish for you, that you don't have any racial biases here, like this is a safe space for me to be with you. But what about your family? Because again, like I said, family is very important to me, right? Definitely, so it's like, yeah. you're great, you're accepting, you you, you, you uh, are navigating this relationship with no biases. What about your uncle? Right. You know, what about your aunt? What about your cousins? Like, am I going to have to face this at some point? Yeah. This relationship. Mm -hmm. And I guess we can, we can maybe call it fear. I don't know. I don't know if that's the right emotion to tie it to, but like that's just another thing that kind of goes through my mind, right? Yeah. When, when when I think about um, dating in that way. Yeah, of course, of course, and and reasonably so. I think we see it right, like on the right. I mean, obviously, like I'm um, biracial. I see it. I must call myself interracial. Um, I so see my it. Mom, by the way. <laughs> Pardon? I'm like my mom is uh, biracial as well. I just want to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, you see how like white people, even in my own family, have interacted with my blackness that has made me already decide I'm not dating black white men. Like, I'm not dating like the, the top of the food chain. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, it's it's not something that I'm really interested in. Um, again, well, like, I'm, open to. I, I'm not really. Yeah, like I, I'm open to it. Um, but like God will really if that's what God wants for me, he's gonna really have to change my mind because I, I don't see it right now you know what i mean like i just don't I think, see that for myself uh yeah i think this is where um you and i will will differ right absolutely because <laughs> we know you and maybe if i was traveling across the world you know what i mean and modeling all over like europe for example like you have maybe i would also just have more of like that like you know um just like global respect global perspective on men but i because in that case, it would be men from a different culture altogether. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So maybe I, I would I would just have a different. Um, but I just think in 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 respect of like the the white men I've encountered and seen across the world every single day, um, I don't know. That's my thing. And and physically, like I'm there's white men I'm attracted to. You know, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Um, um, but it's 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 just a layer beyond like that longevity. Going back to our original conversation, like you know, do our traits, do our qualities that we choose in people um, equate to like a long-term relationship. I don't know that that would be the case. 
in mm. that situation. But I could be wrong. I, I would love to be wrong. You know what I mean? Like I would right. like if if that were the case and I was wrong and I found a, a white man who just who could relate to me, but also um, acknowledge where he can't. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and and things like that. Like, I'm sure there's a space for that. Mm -hmm. But um, I haven't seen that yet. Okay, so this brings me to, um, well, this brings me to my own story, I guess, about about maybe a moment that that there is a red flag. And I and I don't think this person's going to listen to the podcast. And if he does, he's going to know why I've been so busy. <laughs> Too busy to see him. <laughs> Ever since it happened. And this was a long time ago. There was this person who um, we chilled. And, and you know, there was a couple things here and there that I was totally cool to look past. He's, he's a creative. Um, he is a uh he's an awesome dude um really friendly guy and you know i i was like okay this person isn't necessarily in my you know you know my quote unquote preferences but like of you know black men specifically but he's he's cultured he's everything's fine i love this he's he this is fine um and and i thought you know i'm attracted to him like all good we out here we gucci um, it took me a little while to like actually go on a date with him, but I was like, let's just go out. Like, let me just get to know this person. So when I did, we we hung out and we went for a really nice walk and it was like super cute. And like the moon was red that night. And it was like, it was really cool. You know, we were walking by the water and it was really, it was really nice in that way. Um, and getting to know him was really cool. But I think my red flag was at the end of the night, um, we ended up going back uh, to his condo, just, just chatting, but we were chilling. And, and when I was leaving, you know, he was like, I, I want to see you soon again and blah, 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 right, Tay Tay. But I asked him to walk me to my car because you could see my car from his condo balcony. Mm -hmm. But when you're actually walking down there, like it's it's like it's maybe like a five minute walk. It's not that serious, but like it was nighttime, like it was late at night. Like I had to drive pretty far to get back home. You know, you're about to go outside and go in your bed like he, you could. You know what I mean? So I, I asked him to walk me to my car and he said, no, he's like, can I just he's like, I'm really tired. Can I just like. Can I just like um like text you basically or something like that? Can you just text me to get to your car so I can understand? Something along those lines. And in that very moment, I was like, I will never see you again. I will never take this like romantically. Like I'm not, I'm not interested in this romantically ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely not sexually. Definitely not romantically. Like just that one thing. Like I I guess I didn't I didn't mention this, but like somebody who's a gentleman is so important to me. It is so because I'm a gentleman. Like I'm gonna hold doors open. I'm gonna pay for dates. I'm gonna do all those things. Regardless if I'm a top or a bottom, <laughs> I'm going to do those things, you know? So, like, are you disclosing your... Uh, <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> She's sounding a little bottomish to me, babe. She's sounding a little bottomish. <laughs> I'm um, kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. You're so right. I sound like a freaking bottom. Um... <laughs> So, I mean, it is what it is. It's a true fit. Um, anyways, so that being said, um, you know, I'm I'm a gentleman and I'm gonna I'm gonna take those things into account. And it's it's really important to me. Like, I want who raised you, you know what I mean? I want to know that you're raised mm -hmm. right. And and if I ask you to walk me to my car after this night that we just had, and your car is right there, and you, like you I mean, your your home is right there, you live here. Like my car is right there, it's not far. You can't even walk me to my car and show me like that that's i'm absolutely a, good that's just such a weird thing to say no to it is right like i feel like even if i even if it was a horrible date and i really didn't want to walk the person to um the the car right outside my building like 
I would feel so uncomfortable saying no that I would just do it any like you know it's just such a weird like right thing to say no to right it is a weird thing to, to say no to and like especially like I don't know if he was expecting me to like throw the booty back because he was um I think going for that like you know there was a little kiss in here and there so I think that he was maybe aiming for that and so I don't know if like that was a part of it but like if I would have gave it to him and then he didn't want me to my car, I especially would have felt like a, that would have been my walk of shame. I would have oh, felt like a dirty no. little hoe. Like, <laughs> you have me walking to my car and past midnight by myself after I just threw this thing back. Like, nah. So especially I'm so happy nothing like that happened. I didn't, I didn't allow that to happen. I just feel like if you can't be a gentleman about something like that, there's, I just know it's not going to work out. There's, there's no chance it's going to work out for me. Like, just instant turn off, dry it up. Like, you know? And it's, it's like simple things and small things, like all the small things make up the big things. You know what I mean? So for that to be such a small thing, like yeah, the impact that it felt like it had, it was like, there's, there's no space here for big things. Like I'm actually so good on that. You can keep whatever you have to offer. Like I'm, I'm good. Like we can be friends. We can be, you know, and I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't say like, Hey, I'm never speaking to you again because you didn't walk me to my car. It was just more mm. of like noted, you know what I mean? It was like noted, like, there I was walking, like walking back to my car. And it was, it was like, you know, almost one o'clock in the morning at that point, And I was just like, yo, this man really couldn't walk me five minutes to my car. Like all I could think about the whole walk was like, yo, this man couldn't walk me across <laughs> the street to my vehicle. But also I feel like um, this was a first date, right? Yeah, I guess. This is like, well, it, regardless, it was a new, it was a new, right. Yeah. Uh, we'll say relationship for lack of a better word, but right. like, you're still you're still supposed to be on your p's and q's your best behavior like you're, right. supposed, to, you're still supposed to be a little bit nervous when you're around me like right. you know like so it's like if you're <laughs> if that's like if you being like no i'm not gonna walk into your car like um, <laughs> and that's you being nervous and like on right your p's and q's, oh man i mean going <laughs> down from there like that is the, the bar, bar is low there. baby like the bar <laughs> the bar is on the floor like what do you think this is like <laughs> I am pretty. You're about to not walk me to my car. You got me effed up. Effed up. There's no space for that here because there are plenty of men that would walk me to my car. No questions asked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you should be still trying to woo me in that moment. The man still hits me up being like, oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, when are we going to hang out again? Oh, like, I'm trying to catch you. Oh, are we going to cuff this season? But maybe no, because you couldn't walk me to my car. <laughs> you can reflect on that. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was a long story, but that was a, that's like a, a non-negotiable. That was a moment where I was like, yeah, absolutely not. Like, I don't like that. I'm going to need you to, you know, extend an arm. Like, I don't know. That just, that wasn't it for me. That wasn't it for me. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, though, because even, like, to 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 loop that back into, like, intentions and being intentional and, like, acting accordingly it's like like if your intention is to start seeing me or start dating me on a on a on a regular business or a, a regular um basis occurrence, yeah like why are you not doing everything in your power to make this a good experience for me so that like like to entice me to come back you know exactly and I just feel like this is another reason, like this is a, this is another preference, I guess you can say I have, is like to branch off of the idea of like intentions. Like I do not want to hang out 
I don't want to chill. If you <laughs> are trying to like date me or like get to know me on a, in any like serious manner, we are going on a date. Take me on a date, baby. Say the word, say the word, date. date. This is not, like, I, like, I don't want to chill. I don't want to hang out. Like I, I have friends for that. I right. have friends for that. Right. You know, so it's like, again, like if you are not coming to me with clear intentions where it's like, I would like to take you on a date, then like, right. we're not like, we're not doing this here. Like I, I, I'm right. good. Like I'm really, really good. Like Netflix and chill was hot like three summers ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, Pre-quarantine. Like, like, like I'm, not, I'm not doing that anymore. Like that was, no. that was like. I'm tired. <laughs> I watched everything on Netflix after I'm the tired. pandemic I by myself. Nothing. I have not, I have, I have. All of the streaming services now. I'm I'm I'm, I'm like a serial stream su- service Streamer. subscriber, whatever you want to call right. it. I have them all, so like I don't need to chill with you to watch shows. I can do that on my own and right. actually get through the show. Period. Like the whole thing, like <laughs> the whole season, <laughs> autoplay and all. Like I'm watching it all with a snack in hand. With a snack. Happily, post spliff. Like I am good. I am ready. Yeah. I'm so with you. I guess so. It's kind of like round this all off. Do you think that the qualities that that you look for in a person are sustainable for like a long term relationship? Like those are the things that I mean. I guess so. Those are the things that you believe you need, right? To to have a sustainable, long lasting relationship. Those are like your non negotiables. Like you you need somebody to be X Y Z, and they that's the only way you're gonna make a stable relationship work, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like my list, as I change and grow, there's, like, little, like, tweaks I add to my list. Right. Um, but for the, for the, like, that, that's the basis of it. And, right. um, to be honest, like, what you look like, I'm not, I know, I'm not negating the importance of, um, physical attraction. I'm not one of those people who's going to be like, it doesn't matter what you look like. Like, I do <laughs> yeah. want to be physically attracted to you. Right. Absolutely. Um, but like, I mean, through modeling, I've met a lot of like good-looking assholes. Like, you right. know, so it's like, so it's like that I don't, I don't put as much as an emphasis on um, physical appearance. But in terms of characteristics that I think will sustain a long-term relationships, those are them. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I love that. I love that. I feel like I love, I loved this conversation so much because um, it there's like an honesty. I feel like we can have about this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, it's just kind of funny because <laughs> every day, like, I feel like, uh, you know, we're on the computer, we're on social media and like just everything is so like, just, the, you know, the, 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 the pond is huge. There, there are plenty of fish in the sea. And, mm-hmm. and um, that's, you know, physically when you, when you, when you just look out there, but you start to realize like, it's so weird. It's like, I'm online and I'm suddenly and like again, like obviously, attraction is important. I'm not saying I'm like holier than thou. I'm just like, oh, what are your, your characteristics, to everyone? But you know, if I'm online and I'm seeing people, it's like, you know, as you start to see people's lives on Instagram or life they they choose for you to see, you start to see like there are people who, you know, who I thought aren't really attractive who start to come off like really cheesy. You know what I mean? I'm like, mm-hmm. mm, no, you know, people who are are arrogant and and they don't think they're arrogant, but they're arrogant and they're just not self aware. And I'm like, no. Um, but then there's yeah. people who are like really funny who like. I can just tell have a good heart and, and you know i'm no longer just like oh this person's hot i'm like oh my gosh i just like want them to hug me <laughs> you know or like i want to sit and like watch a show with that person they're, they're you know or have a conversation with that person they're really insightful 
versus when I was younger and it was like, oh my God, the guy's so freaking hot. Like, I just want to freaking sit on his face. Like, you know what I mean? Like there was yeah. a different, there was a different way that I, I interacted and, and there was a different way that I, um, I, I viewed, you know, people online and, or, you know, other men are in the world. Um, and just not even just online around me, I guess I'm just saying online. Cause you know, that's so much of where we are right now, but, mm-hmm. um, I think only now the qualities that I want in somebody, you know, are those that could sustain a long relationship before again, I wanted to be the fixer. I wanted somebody who was like mysterious and like, whatever. I'm just like, yo, don't be mysterious with me. Put that ish on the table. Tell me what it is. Tell me your whole, I need to, I need to hear your childhood trauma. I need to understand exactly who you are by knowing every single thing about, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's very yeah. different. And um, I think it's funny that you mentioned um, there being like plenty of fish in the plenty of fish in the sea because I actually had a conversation with a friend about this the other day because like anytime a friend says to me like oh I don't I I like he's just not my type I don't like him like whatever the case may be it's like okay well why can right. you tell me why can you actually pinpoint why you know right. and like on top of that like there's plenty of fish in the sea until yeah until you know what you're looking for. Exactly. Like, like I'm in the sea with a bunch of tuna fish when I'm trying to catch a salmon. So right. it's like, like it's it, like if you actually right. know what you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, suddenly the fish there's not as many fish as you thought, right? There's like, no, there's, there's like I don't like. Of course, there's tons of people out there, but like I don't think that there's that many fish in the sea that will actually be compatible with me and the lifestyle of the life and who I am as a person that I live. Right? Yeah, but yeah, I do agree. You know, it, it is, it feels like there's less, less fish because now we've almost narrowed the search down, right? We've like entered mm-hmm. more keywords, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, yeah, inevitably, like there's going to be less. But I also just think like, there's also just like more than we anticipate because of like the lens that we view our lives and ourselves and like, I don't know, the contenders, yeah. you know I what mean, I mean? Don't get me wrong. I'm still out here deep sea diving. Like I'm still... <laughs> right. She's going to deep sea dive. She is going <laughs> to brought her big net and she is... Fishing, I'm, honey. Yeah, I am still out here in these waters. Like, I, I definitely um, am a lot more open now. That's actually another um, flaw or, like, uh, personal thing that I'm working on is just being nicer to men. Yeah. Because, um, right. I, I mean, how many times do I love to throw around, like, men ain't shit? Like, it's like that, yeah. that narrative, you know? So it's yeah. like. In saying that, well, then, yeah, you're going to attract those types of guys. You know? <laughs> so, it's yeah. like, so it's like, let's be a little bit nicer, you know? Like, right. <laughs> let's like change bit. that. Right. Let's change that narrative. Like, yeah. yeah ease up. <laughs> right. Right. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I've tried to stop that as well. Just being like, men are trash. Um, yeah. Because no, definitely, it definitely attracts, um, you know, more trash. And like, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be like that at all. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm also working on it. But, um, <sighs> Brent, Mr. Brent, tell the people where they can. I'm rounding off our conversation because oh, I know okay. that this will go on for three more hours if we allow it. So yeah. <laughs> that is just us. <laughs> that is literally us. Um, so I would love, I want to start by saying thank you so much for, for taking the time today um, to be here and to be on this episode of Meet Me in My Room. It is such a blessing. I'm so, I, I just, I really appreciate the time you've taken to be patient with me today and to talk with me today. Um, can you maybe tell the people where they can find you upon the gram? I am underscore Brent Williams, uh, underscore B R E N T W I L L I A M S 
on Instagram. And honestly, thank you so, so, so much um, for even just asking me to be a part of it because I feel like in my career and, and just with modeling, like I am presented as such like a physical like entity that yeah. um, I just appreciate moments like this where I get to talk and just kind of like, you know, have a, a key and laugh with you. And, you know, so it, it, it's something that I definitely value and I'm grateful for. So thank you. Yes. Oh, I'm so happy, guys. We have a celebrity on our show today. You are going to go to his Instagram, which I'm going to link in the description. And you are going to realize we have a literally celeb guest on our show. Okay. Um, an international model, um, an upcoming artist. He is that girl. Um, so make sure you go check him out and you go follow him. Um, if you've listened to this whole thing and made it to the end, thank you so much. Um, as always, I'm DM Friendly. Hit me up if you guys want to partake in the conversation or if you want to be a guest on the show. I love guests. I love having people to talk. Um, it's a safe space and we have fun. So thank you again. Have such a wonderful night. It's been nice. It's been cute. It's been fun. Having less words, Brent? Bye! <laughs> <laughs> Bye! <laughs>